Okay, hey everybody. Uh, this is Nerd Variety, and uh, I'm Hunter, as always, and uh, over here is Josh. Yeah. Uh, so, today's topic, uh, franchise reboots. The good, the bad, what will be, what should be. Uh, just never been, ever. Well, that's a lot to cover, so uh, no. Um, uh, okay, so let's start with uh, just one point that I, I want to make, because uh, I was talking about with this with a coworker earlier today. Um, so reboot versus remake, there is definitely a difference, right? Wouldn't you say? Mm. I'm thinking a reboot is... I'm sure we can look up an actual definition of it, but well, so, I, I think of a remake as in like a they're remaking a a movie series with you know different actors and stuff. Reboots more of like the story itself has been changed, or they're switching. They switch a lot. They switch characters around, uh, and they and it's everything's not everything's kind of thrown off. Um, you know the plots. The plots thrown off. Remakes more of the same plot. Reboots more a lot more. There's a lot of differences. A lot more differences. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. So like a reboot is more of a reimagining, whereas a remake is just kind of uh, updating something. Yeah, a modern of, retelling. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty different. So uh, there are a few things that we know just right off the bat. A few things we know that will be. Uh, be uh, rebooted somewhat soon. We don't know exactly when, as far as I'm aware, but, uh, you know, obviously we have uh, X-Men coming to the MCU as well as the Fantastic Four. And just starting there, yeah, X-Force. Or was that Wakanda, Wakanda forever? forever? Okay. Or Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> any number of things that has been rebooted many times. Um, no, yeah. so, uh, well, you know, while you know, just talking about X Men, first of all, yeah. we kind of have seen what I will call a soft reboot uh, of the X Men franchise uh, in film mm -hmm. as well already. Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, can we introduce the term requel? No. Uh, so, really... Or a pre-boot? <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. But um, the, the main thing with that, however, is... My main issue with that is that if you're trying to call it... I guess it is more of a requel instead of a prequel because even with First Class, you know, they went back. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they recast with like uh james mcavoy mm -hmm. but of course he's still not like like it's not believable that what was the one set in the 90s was dark phoenix in the 90s dark okay. phoenix was set in the 90s yeah yeah and one, i think i think the one before that was as well but i don't remember uh, uh, apocalypse 80s. they went they went 10 years for each one 60s for okay. first class 70s for um days future past 80s for Apocalypse and 90s for Dark Phoenix. Yeah, so like saying that that's supposed to be, and again, I call it a soft reboot as opposed to like just a hard reboot because obviously, as you saw in 
uh, Days of Future Past, they, you know, tried to connect it, well, they did connect it to the modern group of people. Uh, so we saw, like, Patrick Stewart being the older Xavier and uh, James McAvoy being the younger one, which, they, especially once we get to Dark Phoenix, that's kind of like, yeah, I don't remember exactly what year, but say they even started in 90, like 1990. Like, the first X-Men movie with Patrick Stewart is supposed to take place in like 99 or maybe 2000 or something. The and out, The first movie came out in, I, I want to say 2000. Yeah, so let's give it, let's be generous and say 10 years. We're supposed to, like, they're supposed to try to pass that... James McAvoy ends up looking like Patrick Stewart in 10 years time. I mean, like, that's some crazy genetics, dude. It is. Uh, like, I, I feel guess, really sorry for him. Like, but, uh, well, on the one hand, you're, I mean, you are, you're, you've gotten really, you've, you're, you've aged kind of well, but then something kind of happened to where you don't, you right. don't. Like, you, you're you, not you, recognizable at all. I know, right? Right. And you can say the same about uh, Michael Fassbender to um, Ian McKellen. Like, yeah, not believable. And so I could, I think Fassbender and Ian McGregor is a little more. Ian McGregor. No, yeah. not, sorry, sorry. Uh, Ian, uh, Ian McLean is a little more believable than uh, they look a little similar. I think if you age, if you aged them a little not bit. McLean, McKellen. Yeah, McKellen. My bad. But. Uh, um, I mean, still though, ten years time, like that's yeah. that's a bit much. So, but now now the movies are an alternate timeline from the you know the first one. So, yeah. uh, and if you even want to put in the uh, technically it doesn't exist, yeah. uh, thanks to Deadpool. But if you want to include uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, that was like in the seventies, I think maybe uh, or that even was take place in the late 70s 80s because it had Viet the vietnam war um yeah and then it had uh where they got uh, then it had the, had the vietnam war and then it switched into the 80s until that i think there was a um three mile island incident uh, which took place yeah. i think took place in the 80s uh so they, they try to make it historical as best they can but yeah. there's still a lot of and thankfully they retconned <laughs> that movie and uh there's another one and uh, last, and, and you know, of course, last they retcon last stand. Retcon the ones that didn't help their franchise out there very much. Yeah. Well, also, you know, we and showing that. Let's say that X Men Origins Wolverine was supposed to also take place in that universe. Uh, we do see Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier walking in that time, which also doesn't add up with the whole time uh, they had. You know, the time frame. Uh, frame of first class him getting paralyzed in the 60s and he's clearly not paralyzed in you know at the end of that movie so it's just it's a whole weird thing that movie really messed with the timeline and everything and again like i i i enjoyed the soft reboot to x-men uh you know the whatever first class franchise or series whatever you want to call it um but they, like, I, I I do think it's good that they're getting a, a hard reboot in and added in being added to the 
the MCU overall. And uh, I'm just, I'm really personally uh, curious more than excited or anything. I'm really yeah. curious just to see what they're going to do and how they're going to do that. Right. Because I, as much as I, I, I liked a lot, there's a lot to like about the old X-Men franchise, like the first series and the second and the prequel series. Um, there's a lot, but there's a lot to dislike and they had a lot of problems with continuity. Um, I think with this one, they can really get, they get, it'll really force them to kind of get a better continuity with them being in the MCU. And, yeah. but I'm still going to, I'm still, those face, the faces of the actors and actresses are going to be burned in my brain. I can't, it's hard to imagine new people playing them. Yeah. They have to, because they're going to be rebooting them. They have to recast them. Yeah. Uh, and it's especially hard. I think for everybody, <laughs> it's going to be the most difficult to try to imagine anybody but Hugh, Hugh Jackman Jack, as Wolverine. Jack Human, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it still works. It still works. <laughs> sure. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough and that's yeah. definitely going to be a big controversial decision, but yeah. you know, they, it wouldn't be the first time there's been a big right. cast change like same, that in, yeah, uh, in any with, major franchise. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, looking at other ones, if Fantastic Four is going to get that same treatment, but you know, while they've never had very, successful or very you know critically received a well-received uh series um yet so i think yeah. with them in the mcu they'll have a better um they can have they can pick a, be- a much better cast they can get a better story for them and really tell their story in a in a good way for everybody, everybody like oh my god i i see why this the, these the series was so popular and this, it works so well with you know uh in the in the mcu now and um yeah and now like we saw with Spider-Man and how he has been, he's had, he's been re, uh, he's in that weird line of reboot remake. Yeah. Remake. And again, that's, that was another one I wanted to bring up because yeah. supposedly this, and he's kind of in that limbo state right now. Uh, 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 yeah. Like we really, we really don't know. Like Sony has said, they I think they said recently the last thing they said is they've officially closed the book on, uh, you know, dealing with Disney. Um, I'm holding out hope. I, I think they still want that Disney, you know, boost, and yeah. they're going they're willing to fork over a little more money. And there's a lot of, of course, public support, you know, for that. But Disney yeah. needs to be cool and not try to take, you know, not be greedy for all yeah. the all the spider money i mean i understand both sides of it you know it's a it's a whole thing like i do think a good reason for the success of the more recent spider-man movies and everything is largely because of marvel uh, and you know his use in the mcu as well so i mean i i think personally i don't know i lean towards them that the, the idea that they should be getting more from that but still at in the same token it's not like marvel really needs the that money no. i mean uh disney disney marvel doesn't need marvel disney marvel studios doesn't need uh 50 you know yeah like again i see they, it i i can see it in five and twenty percent they get survive between that five and twenty percent and thirty percent that you know that i would be like if, if I was on, so if I was, you know, an advisor for Sony, I'll be like, 
you don't have to give them more than 30 percent don't you know yeah they're fine, and they're fine. <laughs> again like i again like i, I do see there again i see both sides like sony they've been doing well but they have done very <laughs> unwell with mm. spider-man in the past on their own and i they've taken it into different and wrong directions yeah and we we really telling some interest telling um the first the raimi and then the web the raimi web series you know those you know are you know i guess a good examples of remakes where they just you know just say okay it's peter parker and he loses uncle and a great power comes responsibility and fights the you know (laughs) the uh uh, advisor that's close to him that ends up and he ends up killing him by accident or you know he you know destroys a you know a uh, he ruins our friendship or relationship or something like that yeah well you know it's just I, and I would say you know the amazing Spider-Man was definitely I, I think without a doubt that was definitely a reboot uh, of the Sam Raimi mm-hmm. uh, stuff but but that you know, again, also we, goes back to comics where it's a kind of a different, isn't that a different Spider-Man or is it more? No, it's not. Sorry, you're right. You're right. It's more, that's definitely a, that's definitely a remake. That's a, it's not a remake. It's a reboot. That was a reboot. That was a reboot, but it's, it's, yeah. Again, we talked about this at the beginning. Guess, a remake would mean that it would be like the same storyline and everything. This was definitely right. a reboot. Yeah. It's just, I'm thinking about it because it has some basis in the comics to where they, they went back they try that, to get back and put him, keep him in high school for a little bit longer. That, that's not the important part, though, about the distinction between a remake and a reboot. The important part is that they they changed a lot of the rules of the world and everything, and how characters played out and all that. Nothing was kept over from the Sam Raimi trilogy, right? When right. they did yeah. uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, so that yeah. is why I think it was really a reboot, not a remake. Yeah. Again, like they had the whole animal thing going on yeah. with like the lizard, and uh, I think I think they were gonna bring in the scorpion. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, they were planning a Sinister yeah. Six thing, going yeah. trying to pull up uh, MCU. Which I think that is what they're. I don't remember if this was confirmed, but that definitely looks like what they're going for with uh, with Sony, and mm-hmm. you know, because they had the you know they still have the rights and as we have seen in the past couple of years or so, uh, they have definitely been expanding that Spider-Man universe of films, yeah. like with Venom and uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And I think, I, again, I don't remember if they've confirmed it, if they've just straight up said it, but I'm pretty sure they are building towards a Sinister Six film. Yeah, there's been talks of them playing a, Mor- a Morbius vampire movie. There's, um, they were talking about uh, a couple of, there's these. This is duo. Um, I want to say I think it's like Silver Sable or something like that. And yeah, uh, I, I did hear I'm something not, about exactly sure. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but they definitely want to. They definitely want to. I guess make a little verse of a verse of their own. But you know how it's it's just going to be a lot to 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 work around. But I get confused. I, I was confusing the you know reboot re, remake thing because that has ties in the comics. I think a good example of a of a remake um think of um you uh, magnificent seven it's in the western yeah yeah well remake of uh remake of uh seven samurai yeah yeah because the they had you had the original movie and then you went and then they and like like so many years after they make another one with new with you know 
uh, Newcast with you know you know Newcast and so but they tell the exact same story. Yeah, so that's definitely a remake. Um, yeah. yeah. But so what are so this is you know oh and also just on the Spider-Man thing with Sinister Six just to finish that thought while I'm on it um, you know they obviously are setting up the Sinister Six as we have seen the Vulture who is still around clearly uh, I can't remember if we saw a sign of Rhino but we also saw that Scorpion is in there at the end credit scene of uh, Homecoming yeah and then. Well, obviously, I mean, really, who knows what's going on with Mysterio? Like, his who tech knows? is still there. Yeah. And uh, they could be doing some weird some weird stuff. I, I don't know, but, yeah. Uh, anyways, so, uh, moving on, just because there's, again, this is a big topic. There's a yeah. lot to discuss. Uh, what, what, what about um, video games? Do you Ooh, think there games. are any good video games that have done successful reboots? Do you think there are some that have been laughable? Uh, just particularly. Oh, oh yeah. There have been some laughable, laughable some ones. Particularly bad ones or, uh, and what do you think, what franchise would you say needs a reboot? Mm. So let's start. What, what are just a few examples of games that have done reboots? Okay. Uh, Tomb Raider did a reboot and they did an amazing job uh i guess bringing her into the the <laughs> i think the first game came out and the first new one came out in 2010 or 2011 yeah something like that i was thinking it was 2012 yeah. actually yeah <clears throat> because i remember actually it was 2012 because uh or even 2013 because i very specifically remember 2011 uh, the lineup for 2011 to me was very memorable and i remember tomb raider did not come out then because 2011 was like Skyrim and uh, well I remember Dragon Age 2 and that was a lot of big games but yeah uh, yeah. Tomb Raider that's definitely one of the first ones that I think of and I I think they've been pretty good with keeping up the quality Uh, I I played a, a bit of the most recent one that came out last year I actually streamed some of it but I never got around to finishing it uh, and I never finished it on my own, so I can't really speak uh, on that one. Yeah, I feel like from what I heard, it got kind of repetitive. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't it's, know. It's her doing her thing, and it probably borrows a lot from um, what is that other series? I can't think of top man. Uncharted. It Uncharted, borrows yeah. a lot from Uncharted, but it's a really it's good. They're retelling it in a more, I guess, down to earth uh, character and making her a little more realistic and. Yeah. I guess making it kind of, I guess, um, putting more, putting, I guess, what's the word? Putting more, you know, into it instead of the, you know, I guess it was, I felt I, maybe they, maybe the old games were a little simple. They seemed a little simple to me. Um, yeah. But, you know, they, I do remember the Laura Croft series from like the 90s and the 2010 and the, and the 2000s uh, being its thing. And then, you know, now we have the new one, you know, so it's a little more realistic, a little more gritty. Um, in a lot more higher stakes, you know, seeing her, I think seeing her like, you know, get into an accident or having to do a lot more uh, parkour was like, oh, wow, this is a, this is not the same Laura Croft. Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely uh, upgraded technology really helps as yeah. well. Uh, and also, you know, that's, that's, I think the, the reason 
for a lot of very successful reboots. Uh, mm -hmm. Another one that comes to my mind, just as you were talking about that, I don't know why, um, but, well, two actually that are very similar, uh, one being Doom, which did very well. Hannah would love to talk about this, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, kind of in that same vein, uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein mm, yeah. did that a few years ago, and it's, mm -hmm. you know, they're continuing, and it's great quality. Yeah. And, you know, those are, those are classic shooters now that were very retro. Uh, they're very retro if you look back at them, you know, uh, very first person, very pixelated, kind of, Kind of simple, again, yeah. looking back at it, it looks yeah. simple. Uh, but now just, you know, taking that and turning it into a whole new thing. Big, shiny, but still very just good gameplay. Very solid yeah. and modernized. Yeah, keep the core concepts, but I guess make it into a, make a world, make a, you know, a more, you know, visually appeasing world if you can. It's just you have the technology to, to, to do that without sacrificing too much of the story sacrificing what made the game great originally yeah. mm -hmm. uh, my point one thing that i think is really important for any reboot whether it's a video game movie show whatever uh, a good thing for a reboot is not to take too much time with it and if you are yeah. taking too much time you need to still try to be as modern as possible because yeah. you know time Time moves on, obviously. Yes. You're gonna, things are going to get outdated before they even release if you don't yeah. update it. Some jokes or gimmicks get really old, and yeah. you need to you know, rethink your humor a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or rethink you know, uh, a good way of how, how this, how this uh, character works in a game or how this game you know, plays. Uh, because, you know, yeah, you're going to have some people that are nostalgic, but you know, that can only last, that only lasts so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, actually one thing that I, I did want to, I did want to, uh, touch on too for a minute is something that actually came up on a, a Reddit that I, I looked at the, uh, a few weeks ago now. Um, it was kind of an old post by the time I saw it too, but mm -hmm. it was like an affiliate group from Ubisoft, I think, uh, asking mm -hmm. kind of, I, I, they it, what from what they were saying uh it sounded like they're not actually planning on moving forward with anything specifically but just kind of gauging people's reactions and input um they're talking about a possible assassin's creed reboot and how people would feel about that <sighs> and you know i thought of it yeah you know kind of that was sort of my reaction when I first heard it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it seems like such an iconic thing now. Yeah. It may not be to a huge group, but uh, to a huge audience, but it's pretty standard. And it's, you know, I was trying to decide also if it was, uh, if it's been long enough for it to even warrant a reboot. Yeah. I mean, and, it seems like it's the, it's equivalent to the, I guess, What's a? It's coming back to the X Men series. I mean, you're trying. They seem like they're trying to fill in the gaps, all the like historical, big historical parts in history that they could, you know, t turn to a story, um, yeah. and kind of look back. Hey, you guys remember the? Um, uh, let's see, the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, this is what happened. This is what really happened. Hey, you guys remember 
ancient uh, Egypt. This is what really happened. Hey, you guys remember the American Revolution? Hey, this is what really happened. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, that, so much, that you is... You have so much history to fill in. You just, you know, I that is I, definitely a thing that I, I've been thinking about as well. Like, that's one of the one of the only real problems I actually see with rebooting Assassin's Creed is that it might be tough on the writers mm -hmm. to keep, you know, keep something fresh with the story yeah. in, in an, you know, when you're working within the boundaries of historical events and trying mm -hmm. to, you know, make them more unique. Again, the main thing is it needs to be planned. And that's, again, that's the thing with like any reboot. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And with anything, honestly, piece of uh, entertainment, anything that you want to be consumed by other people, never make it just to make it. Just because you think you're going to make money for it, from it. Because people mm -hmm. pick up on that. I think consumers yeah. in general, especially like gamers, are a lot smarter and able to they we pick up a lot more on the fact that people are doing something just because they think they can make money off of it and we're like no it needs to be good quality good it needs to be good and needs you need guys to yeah. take your time with it so it can last for you know another for five six seven years and yeah. make you got make you make you guys give you guys a profit and the um record and the acclimate and the um you know credit that you guys that you guys want yeah. And, you know, um, uh, and, uh, you, you brought up uh, got, uh, Call of Duty. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you huh? speaking? You're, you're kind of frozen. I couldn't hear if you were speaking. Oh. Pause, uh, pause recording. Uh, no, no, I got it. I got it. Um, okay. Cool. So, uh, sorry, you, you mentioned uh, Call of Duty for a second. Um, I think, I actually, that's another one that. I was thinking it seems kind of unnecessary because I'm pretty sure they're rebooting that. I think specifically they're rebooting Modern Warfare. Because they did go back to World War II and make their make it make a that brand new I'm pretty sure it's brand new with different characters and story. I don't know. They're not probably not referencing the old games. I'm not sure the old games really I mean had much of a story, but yeah, well, yeah, I again, think, like, I think they wanted to go back. No, but I mean, I'm not talking about that, but like, have you seen they're rebooting, they're literally rebooting Modern Warfare. Like, that one specifically. So, and I don't, I don't understand why. All their games are pretty much the same, in my opinion. Like, they, I will grant they have made improvements over the years, you know. Game game. I, I'm not a huge Call of Duty person. I played some of them. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. But you know, they're I, I especially like modern warfare, I don't see a I don't see the point in rebooting it other than just to try to make money. Yeah, yeah. Give give uh consumers a yearly game to buy for the holidays and um you know, don't but I guess it's not so really, and that, it's not really so much for a story to tell a story as to, you know, make something, bring, make something more, make something relevant every year that can make some money. And again, that's the biggest reason why I don't understand rebooting uh, Modern Warfare because, as you said, their purpose does not seem to be 
about the story like maybe a little bit maybe to some people and they're trying to you know get uh, as large of a fan base as they can so the people that enjoy the story but again like I I feel like that's not the main the largest part of the people that play Call of Duty and the ones that are getting it every year I don't think they're getting it because of the story you know they're which yeah. again <laughs> to belabor a point um doing modern warfare again as a reboot seems totally unnecessary just call it something else make it different you know i don't care put it in the same time just do it in a different location different characters different stuff don't try to don't call it a reboot and again my assumption is that they will try to make it like a reboot and maybe include the same characters but give them like different attributes and stuff which again Mm -hmm. i don't understand the point yeah sorry just a little a little rant (laughs) A little, a little, a little rant. A little rants are good. You need to get, get it out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> Let us tell us how you really feel. I did. Uh, yeah. Um, what do you think about the Transformers uh, series? You know, they're rebooting. They've gone through a lot of. I was wondering about that. I recall TV reboots, remakes, and well, yeah, uh, I would say remakes. Um, and now this movie series is getting a reboot. Um, starting is it? with the Bumblebee. Yeah. Bumblebee is supposed to be the start of a new uh, timeline or a new um, series. Because I was back. I was talking about that with uh, one of my with uh, my coworker again today, and he mm-hmm. he mentioned that that was like still part of the same timeline universe and everything. I I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with the Transformers stuff in a long time. The last one I really watched and cared about was probably Transformers Two. I watched like the third one, but I really didn't care about it. I was just kind of, it was on Netflix or something, I think. And I just kind of watched it just because. Yeah, I watched two, I watched one, two, and three. They were part of the trilogy and they kind of ended, um, you know, uh, that Sam, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character, Sam, his his story with the uh, Transformers. And, you know, then they, you know, decided to keep it going and they didn't really change, they kept, it was kind of still kind of the same movie, um, but somehow worse um, or yeah. not as you know engaging. God, those movies just got worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. but you know maybe they'll get, maybe they can do some more grounded grounded story work storylines with the new with the quote unquote new movies that they're going to do the new series they're going to start if they if they you know decide to continue. Um, what about uh terminator terminator well they're not rebooting that really right like these this is still a continuation this although uh they're not dark yeah dark Uh, fate is uh is more as far from uh what i heard actually is that it's like a direct it's supposed to be i think a direct sequel to terminator 2 instead of like genesis which i i haven't seen genesis i think that's the only one i haven't seen yet but uh i don't remember for sure yeah genesis was okay i know genesis Genesis was okay but it's still they're they're still doing a little too much i think um and i think now that uh james cameron has the reins of 
you know, the Terminator movies again, he can, he's going to make a, he's going to try to, I think they were trying to get, make a, make a series where they could end it. I think um, now James Cameron's going to try to do that where he can make a movie, see where it goes and then try to end the, the series. Yeah. Makes sense. But um, yeah, cause that's one that you can also kind of tell that they keep doing it just to keep making them just for the sake of making them because it's like, Oh yeah, we have this storyline that probably should have ended a while ago, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. we keep finding ways to to keep it going. Um, it's fine, it's fine. Just put yeah. a little duct tape and super glue this so here, and just put a just put just paint over that little scratch there. And, and definitely speaking of that, stick. you know, making them just to make them without wrapping anything up, my mind also immediately goes to underworld the underworld series which was also oh, yeah, the yeah. the same kind of line of thought that i had with uh, the resident evil movies except they actually did wrap those up yeah like, yeah i was I remember like re, like i guess paying attention to them uh not having a lot of time to actually watch all of them but you know like the one like the the, fir- the first three I, I knew I watched, and then the, after the after that, I was like, uh, "Are they ever gonna end these movies? Or no, <laughs> what's going on here?" But then, no. I then, then but then when it, while I was in college, they finally uh, said, "Okay, this is the last one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was I think around the time they did, uh, maybe not, maybe it was a few years later, but they did. I believe it's still the mo- most recent uh, Underworld movie. I can't even remember what it's called, but I went and saw that with Phil actually, and uh, it was good. Uh, but again it those are movies that like they're fun i'll watch them i enjoy them they're not going to end <laughs> i don't think i don't feel like they are um yeah which and ones? i mean i'm kind of fine with that honestly like they're fun movies they don't which ones uh the underworld movies oh yeah uh are they making another one probably the last one definitely ended on a cliffhanger so oh okay yeah um again like it was good and it's one of those things for like two hours after they spend like two hours uh making like a little bit of progress (laughs) in the overall story Mm -hmm. and it's like okay so that was just another like step up a a huge staircase yeah yeah uh they 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 hit a switch at at the it was like a top of a staircase and there's still more stairs yeah yeah. So the new Suicide Squad movie. The Suicide Squad is what it's called. So is this a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is it what? Because like they have they have some of the same cast, but not yeah, all. It's... And I don't think they've announced who's playing who, except the obvious. I assume Margot Robbie is. Uh, yeah. Still being played. Uh, still playing Viola Joe, Davis. Uh, supposed to... Viola I don't Davis. think Margot Robbie's going to be in this one. She is. I think Viola Davis is in this one. I know Margot uh, Robbie Flag is. is gonna be in it. I know she Margot is. Robbie is because I, I looked it up just the other day to see the the credits of who's in there, and I saw her name. Oh. Up. Oh, okay. Um, and Idris uh, Elba is going to yeah. be in there. I don't yeah, know he's who playing he's, playing. he's playing. Uh, I think he's playing. I want to say he's playing Bronze Tiger in this one that actually would make a lot of sense i can see that yeah yeah they got rick flag and and um uh amanda waller coming back for this one yeah. uh, um 
I didn't see anything about. Um, Obviously, Will Smith is not coming back, even though I think he was he was a great dead shot. Uh, right. And right. thankfully, <laughs> thank God we are not seeing Jared Leto as Joker again. Yeah, a, a very poorly executed Jared, Jared Leto as Joker. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to have Joker in the plot, give him, I'll give him a good chunk, give him a good part of the movie to work in. Don't just like, and we're seeing, you, uh, you don't need, and we're seeing Nathan him, like, Fillion. Like, we're seeing Nathan Fillion in this. Do you, do you know who, uh, do we know yet who he's playing? No, no, I, I'm excited. I'm I always like, I always enjoy Nathan Fillion. Oh yeah. Nathan Fillion can be, can, can do whatever he wants. Uh, but I, in my, in my, in deep down, I really would like to him for him to play Hal Jordan in Green Lantern in a Green Lantern movie because he's voiced a character for a lot of DC film, DC animated films, yeah. and I could see him as like an older Hal Jordan. I, you know what? Now that you mention it, I, I think I could see that too. You see it? You see it? I, I actually could probably see him as a few different Green Lanterns. He could easily be either Hal Jordan or. Uh, Guy Garner, yeah. <laughs> because of how smart Elky is. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, speaking of Idris Elba in, in this movie, I don't remember if this was something that came up before or if it was just in my mind. But I think he would make a good John Stewart. He could. He could. I, I think um, maybe maybe he's a maybe John a bit Stewart old, would be good. but yeah, yeah. But I mean, it could work. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I was thinking someone younger like Michael B. Jordan uh, yeah. to play him. Honestly, there's, you know, again, I just wanted to kind of touch on DC because there's so much going on with that, especially for reboots, remakes, and all sorts of things. They're kind of the king of that, uh, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they they they've been the the movie game for a, for a lot for the longest. Uh, you know, I guess with having to, with, I guess, with looking at the 90s Batman series yeah. and you know, they changed actors, but they kept the story about the same. And then they actually did a, uh, a reboot, actual reboot of the, you know, the movies with the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. And they changed, they, that was, that was a lot of change. I, I consider that a reboot and they rebooted again with wanting to put him in well, yeah, like it's definitely a bigger dc and, and like a, a actual dc and like and open up to the dc universe where he could ease with you know all the other heroes yeah um, and again like i and so i i keep saying i just want to touch on it a little bit but there's so much to talk about uh like i i don't even know what their plan is moving forward because clearly they're continuing with the parts that they like but I guess they're not moving forward with the Justice League because Ben Affleck is not coming back as as him again. So yeah, I, I think uh, I read somewhere I'm not sure where that he would come back for a sequel of Justice League, but he's not going. He doesn't want to be. He's not going to be in the in the individual Batman movies. Uh, but just because, and, and that would make sense unless they. Unless, unless they, well, let's see how the new Batman movies do. But he's the version of he is the age and the version of Batman that would fit in the Justice movies if they did a sequel. Yeah. But not sure yet. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and again, obviously I they're guess. they're doing uh, a new 
Batman stuff, like a prequel or something with uh, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah, I think they. I think they really want to keep this. Twilight keep guy. The, this DC, these DC, the DCEU timeline, uh, and try, try to develop it more because they didn't do a really great job with that. They initially. didn't. But still. Uh, and now, oh my god, also we, opening the door for like you know, smaller films like Joker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which also involved. is not being connected <clears throat> to the rest of the DCEU. Um, yeah. but I, you know. I really do not want to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed again because we've seen that way too many times and it's done to death. It's dead. It's done more to death than his parents. Wait. That was, that's a, that's, that was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I, it was the execution that was yeah. poorly worded. I could have worded it much better, but uh, yeah. You get the point. If you, I think if anything, I think it would be cool if they just, they don't even have to do the murder. They could have like the gun in the glass case and, you know. No, even that, that would be too much to me. I mean, maybe not because he I mean, does do that. Like he does keep that. That is one of the things in the Batcave, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, like do it like how they have done with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like there's no mention of Ben and I love that. Right. Like they redid that whole thing, and yeah. there's no mention yeah. of that, and we don't need another Ben died thing. Yeah, we, we don't, don't need to see it. We do need to know. We need to know. We need to know. Like, be, I guess be reminded of some of the character motivations, like why he won't use a gun or why he doesn't believe in killing, uh, you know, his enemies um, until he starts. <laughs> until he starts killing them with guns. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, so again, just so much. Maybe we'll we'll pick up just a maybe we'll have a week where we just talk about DC and their reboots and everything. Uh yeah, but there's a lot of stuff going on and I'm excited. I think I also saw a thing for Birds of Prey, which is kind of a yes. reboot. Uh except I believe that's gonna be a movie and uh it <clears throat> it was, you know, a show in like two thousand or two thousand five or something. Um, yeah, it's gonna be set in the DC EU, and uh, yeah, it's definitely a you know a a retelling. Yeah, <laughs> I say retelling of the of the uh, birds of the birds of prey, but uh, yeah. I think it's gonna be good. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. So you know, they have a lot of like one-offs that I think have been good. Trying to combine them has not been their strong suit so far, right. uh, and right. I just I just don't know. So yeah. that's. A whole thing. So we so established we'll, that there's we established there's a proper way to, I guess, if you're going to remake something, uh, or you know, well, we established what the difference between a reboot and a remake is, and there's a proper way. There's a good reason, and a proper way to do a, you know, to decide to do a reboot and how a reboot is supposed to work. Yeah, I think once you've gotten to a point in a franchise where you kind of lost your path. Nobody can really figure out what's going on. Yeah. I think that's a clear sign that you either need to drop it or reboot it. And in the case of something like Assassin's Creed or, you know, just DC comics in general, in terms of the movies, I think you have good properties and good stories to tell, but it hasn't been executed right. That's when you need to stop that part, cut it and then reboot it properly with making a plan yeah. a thorough plan yeah. sticking to it. so yeah. uh josh i believe you're next week do you have a topic yet yeah 
I'm looking at something sciencey. Sciencey. Oh, sciencey. So you and Hannah have yeah, fun talking science. about that. I do not yeah. talk science a lot of times. Sometimes, sometimes, but uh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. You and Hannah are the science nerds. So. <laughs> All right. So, this was nerd variety and. At some point, we will have a good, solid uh, sign-off phrase. But for now, we'll just see you guys next time. Bye.